You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike, Pensacon, New Jersey. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. I, I stayed up too late last night, so I'm sorry. You guys, you guys meet so early. I would sleep till noon probably because um, I, I had teenagers in the house last night. And we uh, got on YouTube and found the uh, karaoke. <laughs> and it just went on and on. I learned so many new songs. Uh, the songs that they like all sound uh, the same to me, so I could sing the same <laughs> tune for all of them. And it worked, it worked fine. And um, most of the, the sentiments were equal, too, like, boy, am I sad. And so that's what mostly... So we, we, we communed around the TV for a while, so... If I if I make you fall asleep, that's just because I'm falling asleep too. So, but um, one of the guys that was there had really encouraged me because lately he woke up his parents at one o'clock in the morning and uh, had, he had just had some trauma in his life. And he woke up his parents and said, "I really need to know how to pray. So, uh, would you teach me like right now?" <laughs> and they said, uh, "I'm asleep, but yeah, sure. You want to pray? Let's pray." He's figuring it out, and uh, I'd been praying for him myself, and uh, it was nice to see some faith budding up. Who knew? It was kind of strange, too, because according to Pew, nobody prays, uh, not anymore at least. Pew Charitable Trust, you know, they, 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 have they called you yet? They are they're figuring out what we're thinking constantly, and, and I appreciate that. And um, they're on Twitter, on my Twitter, so I find out things. And they... Uh, they said recently that uh, 20% of uh, evangelicals, which I thought was pretty low, actually, uh, 40% of Catholics, no offense if you're a Catholic, um, don't pray every day. Don't, don't pray every day. And only 10% of millennials, and if you, you match that, um, 10% of millennials say they pray every day, so that, that I guess it's not working for them anymore. And I wonder what Pew would say if they um, you know, did a little survey here. Uh, by, what, what, what would they find out? You're waiting for me like to have you raise your hand, right? No, no, no. Do you pray every day? Oh, not, not you, Marcus. I would never do that to you, Marcus. Not ever. If you threatened my dog, I would not, I would not survey you to see if you prayed. Because um, that would just be wrong. But um, that, I hope you're thinking about it at least. You'd say, well, what do I do with that every day? The stats are kind of interesting. Because I, I I think they're interesting because I don't I don't know if you can really be a Jesus follower unless you pray. I mean, what, I don't know if it really goes together. And so if if you don't, you might want to think about that. And I'm going to keep talking about it until you do, because I think it's important. Um, I, did someone put in the box around here, Ben, that um, they and they ask me anything thing? Right, you were doing that, right? Where you ask ask me anything? Did, did anyone say um, teach me how to pray? How do you pray? How do you do that every day? How does that work? Did anyone say, what is that guy that, um, that gets on our listserv all the time that's always talking about his centering prayer? What, what is that about anyway? You know, did anyone ask that? Donna, did anyone ask? You seem to be in charge of everything, so I just ask you. You, know. <laughs> Come here, you, you must know. You must know. Um, what is all those prayer retreats we do? There's one of these pop up periodically, and people are supposed to sign out on Eventbrite, and I can't even figure out how to get to Eventbrite, much less sign up for the prayer retreat, which I don't know if I would go to because I don't really know what they are, and if I went, would I be embarrassed? Would I feel out of place, you know, and not do it? You know, what is that all about? 
we think about it a lot, but do, are we doing it a lot? So that's, that's kind of my, my question. Because I wish we would ask Jesus to teach us to pray. Um, I didn't ask Jesus to teach me to pray. My babysitter taught me to pray. I have, I think I have one of those things. Uh, you may not be able to see the plate, but you'll, you'll, this is what she was teaching me. This is, this is actually a plate from the 50s. Mrs. Rhodes, my babysitter, may have had this plate. I, I called her Mrs. Rhodes, but I kind of thought she was my aunt. <laughs> it's really funny. I, I, she lived across the street, but I didn't know she didn't live with us when I was pretty young because she would appear at important times like when I was going to bed. Because my, uh, my mother was, uh, I think, mostly at a bridge party. I don't even know where she disappeared to, but she, uh, Mrs. Rhodes was regularly over. And she taught me to get down by the side of my bed and pray the, the famous prayer. And I just went with it. I thought this was cool because my family did not pray ever. And so this was like a unique experience when Mrs. Rhodes came over. And it was, um, now I lay me down to sleep. Remember this one? I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, <laughs> which is, well, that's a heavy prayer. You know, <laughs> I didn't think that was crazy at the time. But now I look back and I say, okay, well, let's think about that. I might die before I wake, so I pray the Lord my soul will take, whatever that means. Right? That's a really, pray the Lord my soul to take isn't that great theology either, but whatever. Um, that's, that's what we worked with um, in the, back in the 1950s when Mrs. Rhodes was uh, discipling me and may have had this very plate, so you could remember how it goes. You can buy this plate on Etsy, by the way, <laughs> if you would like it. Um, if you live in Singapore, they can't ship it to you. I'm not sure why. Why would that be? That, that made a special point of saying, if you live in Singapore, can't, can't deliver it. But you can get it in Gloucester City or wherever you live. Most, I, I recited this prayer, and I think most of us re- begin with a rote prayer when we're going to pray, right? I don't, how did you begin learning how to pray? Most of the time we we memorize one, and Jesus taught us to do that essentially when he uh, said, um, pray this prayer. Let's all look and see what he's doing. (laughs) That's really fascinating. What are you doing? What what, what was wrong with it? Oh, okay. Does it sound better now? Yes. You want me to start over? <laughs> yes, you do, Ryan. You love this stuff. You know this prayer too, probably. Um, the, the Protestants call it the Lord's Prayer. The um, the Catholics call everything that they start with by the way thing it starts with. So they call this uh, our, the Our Father, Our 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 Father, Our Father. Around here, you know, if you hadn't memorized the the one from the King James Version, we'd probably put up on the, put it up on the screen. And if you didn't memorize it, fine. It's kind of embarrassing, but we might say it periodically just because it's a nice unifying thing. So if you didn't really know it, you know, you don't even have to move your lips like you do know it. Just, just pray with somebody who does know it. But some people like, uh, start their kids off with the Lord's Prayer, not the, the, the plate prayer. They start off, they go right to the Lord's Prayer. One man said, I've been teaching my three-year-old the Lord's Prayer. So she repeats after me every night what, the, what I say. And uh, one night she decided to go it alone. So I, I listened with pride, he says, as I, she was enunciating every word and getting through the prayer. And she finally got right up to the end. 
And he said, please deliver us not into temptation, but deliver us some email. <laughs> I said, well, okay, you're getting, you're getting close. That's fine. You know, at least that would happen in my house. You're praying, I'm fine. Say whatever, say whatever you want. Another four-year-old was praying, and Lord, Lord forgive, us, um, <laughs> forgive us our trash baskets <laughs> as we forgive those who put trash in our baskets. <laughs> I, I love kids. Prayer, prayer, prayer could be, um, you know, confusing for anybody, not just four-year-olds. You know, when we pray the Lord's Prayer together, you know, like I just said, you know, you might not know what to, what to do. It might, it might go okay until we got to the place where it, um, where it is, uh, forgive us our, what's it going to be? Are you going to say debts? Are you going to say trespasses? Are you going to say sins? If your parents were involved in the ecumenical movement in the past century, you know, they, you might say sins because they, they were going with a translation that said that. There's reasons people say the different, different things. This is good. an aside. I'm prone to this. Um, but what's, what's the right word here? For those of you who are interested in such things, for those of you who don't care, I'm with you. But the, uh, some people do. In the version on the Lord's Prayer from the Sermon on the Mount, from Matthew, which we all use from Matthew 6, the actual words are, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. The Greek word is plain, and the Latin word is even plainer. If, you were, if you're using the Latin word, it's the same, the base is debit, you know, from which you get debit card which you're all in debt about, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, that's, that's the connection. So why do some Christian traditions use the word trespasses like all the time? Why do, why do they do that? It's this guy. Not that one, this guy. That's William Tyndale. You're familiar with the woodcut, right? Because you look into all these things all the time. Joel probably already knew that because Joel knows everything like this. But the... Uh, this is William. I thought it was nice to have William Tyndale he's, as he's being killed. He's experiencing a state murder in this woodcut because he um, was a reformer who was kind of out of sync with his rulers and religion and, and the state used to be a one thing. So he was saying, no, we're doing it wrong and didn't mind um, telling them. And so um, they killed him finally. Uh, but he had written a uh, translation of the Bible into the regular English, which most people had, had only seen it in Latin if they saw it at all, which that in itself seemed subversive to the authorities. And so he uh, had used, when he got to the Lord's Prayer, for some reason, instead of using debts, which it obviously is, he decided to put trespasses, which, was, which are talked about later on in the chapter. And he just kind of elevated that word, said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, which I think is fine. But, uh, but uh, it got into the Anglican Book of Common Prayer, and then the Methodists picked it up because they are descends, descendants of those. So if you from those traditions, you're probably going with trespasses. And, it, and the Catholics picked it up at the same time, too. And ever since, it's been trespasses in their version. So there you go. Thank you, William Tyndale, for messing up the scripture until the Protestants got there to make sure everything got fixed, right? So when we pray, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, you know, it doesn't really matter what um, no language you want to use. And I, I think what we're, what we're talking about is, as you've forgive, forgiven me, I want to learn how to forgive. 
I want to be freed from the lack of forgiveness that sin condemned me to, and I want to learn how to, be, how to forgive as you have forgiven me. That's the basic prayer. And if you pray that anyway, I think you're, you're doing good. If you pray it the way that says, if I don't forgive somebody, I'm probably destroying the universe and God won't be able to forgive me, I wish you would reel that back in and, and go back to the idea that says, no, this the prayer is about God. The prayer is not me, about me controlling God or controlling my circumstances like I normally try to do since I'm a human. You know, it's about getting beyond those things. I'm showing my submission to God and my uh, interest in moving with uh, Jesus into my newness of life. That's, what I, that's why I'm praying. So, it's, it, you know, that's a big subject, right? If you want to get into it, it might seem a little daunting. You might want to start out with a memorized prayer. You know, even when that one that Mrs. Rose was teaching me. Uh, people who have prayed all their lives like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, a fan, a prayer fan. You know, so every day I get up and pray. And I often don't know what the heck's going on when I'm praying. And I need to start with my generally, you know, the rote prayer I, I often start with, which is uh, Jesus, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a, a sinner. You know, I, I like that one. I, I adopted that one a long time ago. So when I don't know where to go, well, I just go there, and I start there. So I think that might be a, a good idea. All this is just going to say as I'm getting started here, and this doesn't mean this goes on for an uh, hour, but uh, I'm not sure you can be a Jesus follower unless you pray. You know, Je- Jesus tells us to pray, and Jesus does everything himself by prayer. You know, and all the people who come after him say, yeah, keep going with it. Here's, here's a few co- contributors to our understanding of what prayer is like and why we should do it. Recognize him right off? Of course, Martin Luther. Good job. Um, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. How about this guy? You know Henry Nouwen? Did you get there? Love that guy. Um, Prayer is the most concrete way to make our home with God. You don't know E. Stanley Jones, probably, but if, if you run across him on Wikipedia, that'd be a good start. He's a really interesting guy. And when uh, we were talking about how to be uh, melding cultures and how to cross cultures without being colonialist, E. Stanley Jones is working on that back in the day. Prayer is cooperation with God. It is the purest exercise of the faculties God has given us, an exercise that links these faculties with the maker to work out intentions he had in mind in their creation. I like that one. Here's somebody. Your pastor wrote, the wild goose then is a perfect symbol for the Holy Spirit because they are common enough in Ireland and Scotland and Haddon Township, New Jersey, where I live at least, but unpredictable and elusive. They can even bite you. Following the Holy Spirit can feel like an actual wild goose chase. Yes, but if we give up trying to catch her and instead be contented in watching and listening when she happens to be there in the morning, and who knows for how long, we will love her and she will shape us. And in many ways, many mornings, she will still be wild, but we may just be tamed. 
Good pastor, huh? I love that guy. Here's a poem I wrote for her. I didn't put this up. I'm just going to read you this cool poem. Oh, Holy Spirit, ah, God, gloss. I am unfamiliar with your leavings, though uncertain of your path. I could tire of the finding, leave your joy here in the grass. But I'll marvel at your going, walking water in noisy splash. And I'll wonder at your flying, flocked with kin above me pass. Make me happy, wild and singing, O Holy Spirit, ah, God, glass. Jesus did everything by prayer. And you, I'm just going to reiterate this because you probably undoubtedly know this. From the very beginning of his ministry all through when he's working with people and healing them and teaching them, um, here he is doing it on a plate in his uh, last day when he's uh, praying in the garden. And then when he dies on the cross, he ends the whole uh, you know, gift to us with prayer, right? By the way, you can also have this plate. Um, it's on eBay. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, seller says that it's by Robert T. Barrett, the Life of Christ series. In the great tradition of Renaissance art, which I, just that made me wanted to buy it. It's so, you know, splendidly grandiose. In the great, in the great tradition of Renaissance art on a plate, uh, this plate illustrates a divine biblical truth and reminds us to follow his path to wisdom. Certificate of authenticity included. So you can get that. But some people would buy that just so they'd remember to pray every day, because they don't. They get up and they, the, the alarm rings and they just rush out the door. And then by the time they're getting ready, they could have some time at night. They're just exhausted. So there's not much prayer. They don't, they don't do anything during the day to, to make them remember to pray. And who, who am I? What am I doing? You know, where, where, do, where am I right now? With whom am I relating? Who, who, who runs the, the world? Me, God, uh, Exxon, or whoever I'm working for. So you probably get this all, right? You got it in your head. Christians should pray. Okay, you said it over and over again. I got it, but how do I do it? What, what, what should I do? Um, ben is repeatedly told you probably to start with daily prayer, which sometimes he writes, and well. You know, and so the, um, the daily prayer is where I want to focus too. A very practical way, like Henry now was saying, to be concrete about our uh, activity of praying, you know, and we actually can do it. Now I'm going to tell you about how to use prayer blogs. This is what the rest of this is going to be about. I want you to use the prayer blogs, all right? So, so, you know, if you want to check out, that's all I'm going to talk about. But um, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just doing the Mrs. Rhodes thing. You know, and you'll, and, you'll, and you'll enter in much better to it if you're like a kid that kneels behind your, by, beside your bed and thinks it's cool. If you find prayer to be an obligation and someone telling you to pray as obliging you, well, then I, I'm sorry for you because that just won't work out right. You know, prayer, prayer can't be like eating broccoli. You know, just because it's good for me doesn't mean I want to do it bad. You know, so I'm not going to do it. 
if you're into that, you know, we have circle counseling. We can help with that. And um, it would be great. You know, everyone should get therapy anyway. So that would be a good way to, you know, get that out of the way. So now you can get back to your true self and have a relationship with God that just feels free and feels hopeful and feels anticip anticipatory. You know, like you're curious about what's happening, not like you have to do something because something's curious about how bad you are. You know, no, it's you're, you're, you know, you're exploring. It's wide open spaces. And daily prayer can help you do that. It's not a. It's not. It's a. It's something you could use, and if, if you think you you ought to because you're part of Circle of Hope or something, oh, well, that's sad. Don't 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 do that to yourself. So I, the rest of this is me just being a nice babysitter, all right? And you're just and you're just learning how to pray, and you like it. That's that's try it. You can see that in the the church here. We have two blogs. Oh, did I already put it up there? There it is. That that was already up, right? out of control. The, um, one's, one's called wind because it's about people who are taking first steps of faith and, and trying to get in touch with the Holy Spirit. This, uh, this whole speech is like a, a wind, windish kind of speech even. You know, it's kind of, kind of basic. How are you going to get there? The, uh, the water blog is for people who are kind of experienced. They think they've got something under their belt. And my wife, Gwen, who is, is way water, wouldn't you say? You know, she reads both of them every day, so she 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 likes to find she likes to be there where everyone where everyone is. So she uses them both. Um, the idea is to use it like a tool, right? Not an obligation. Again, if you make prayer more religious, that was really good, Kendra, when you said that. You know, rather than relational, you know, it become it becomes a chore rather than joy. So you use it; it's just a tool, and you do it daily. That's why I say it's Circle of Hope daily prayer. <laughs> it's a little reminder. Yeah, let's do this every day. Let's not, let's not give Pew a reason to find out that there's less people who even talk to God every day. Wow. So um, day by day, step by step process, I think it makes you new right now, helps you figure out what you're going to do in the future. And it, that's, that's what it does for us. So um, I want, in, in the process of doing this, I want to go back to the old bases diagram, since it's the end of baseball season, and I can't resist saying something about baseball, this diagram is uh, used to help us figure out how to relate to God and how to go through a process that, oh, they, she doesn't have to go. Is that a she or a he? Oh, you're just standing up? Okay. Well, that's okay. She's a baby. That's right. So it's just a little noisy. Well, we can handle it, can't we? Can you handle the baby? Or should we exile the baby? <laughs> nobody, nobody voted to exile the baby. I mean, if she goes really crazy, I will say out. Because I, 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 you know, I'm like that squirrel, like the dog that goes squirrel, you know, when there's a baby, you know, and I uh, like the baby. So I won't be able to concentrate and I'll talk about who knows what. <laughs> she started paying attention to me. That's, that's, okay, stop it, Ren. Um the, ba the, the, the first base on our trajectory around the bases, we're saying if we go, we say if we run these bases and we just keep going, we will have a broader picture of how we're relating to God. And so that's what their purpose is. The little image is like, you know, getting with the plate, getting a little hit, getting to the, and, and starting off and running the bases. So um, first base, we say, is um, the Bible. And uh, the daily prayer starts off 
with a with a Bible reading every day. It's today's Bible reading. Um, some people asked, some people said the other day, "Why don't we have any Bible in Circle of Hope? We never talk about the Bible." So what are you talking about? We have this this elaborate daily prayer system that every day it starts with the Bible. What do you what do you talk? What do you want from me? You know, it's like, it's like it's, I was like, "Wow, it's like, you're missing that. You must be missing the whole church. Where are you?" Um, yeah, we're we're way Bible people, and we we ponder it every day. The Bible elicits. This relationship with God is we listen to what the Bible is saying. And when you're reading the Bible, when you go to daily prayer and you read the Bible, now some of you would like keep it in your head and just have a little academic exercise. Save that for another time. This is about prayer. When you're, when you're using the Bible when you're praying, you know, what you hear between the lines may be more important than what the lines are actually saying. We're talking to God here. And the Bible, which is so well-worn, you know, it's, like a, it's almost like its own thin place between humanity and God, you know, it's going to elicit these deep things in you, too. So you would want to listen to it a little deeper than just getting it in your head. So you wouldn't want to just study it. You want to experience it and feel with it and, you know, let God speak to you through it, right? So that's where we start. The second base is, is more thoughts for meditation. Someone takes off on the theme of the day, and they usually are talking about what the Bible topic was, and they are giving us deeper ideas and maybe more relevant to our situation ideas, and they're somebody we know. And so they're leading us as part of the body there, and now we're on second base. The body is working with us and calling us into this deeper relationship with God and probably with the body. If you, it's, it's like a, we're mentalizing together. You know that word? Uh, it's when you can think about what you're thinking, you can think about what you're feeling. They just don't happen to you. <laughs> you know, you actually say, no, I'm, I'm actually doing this thing that I do. And, you, and you, you feel about what you're thinking, feel about what you're feeling. And you have this uh, kind of cooperative thing going on in you. It's called, I call it mentalizing. Um, Dan Siegel calls it mind sight. People have a lot of words for it, but I think it's a good thing that Christians do because they not only can have this deeper experience of their own true selves, they can have it together. And so this is part of that. You know, you're doing this together with the rest of the body. Someone from the body has written this for you. You're receiving the gift. That in itself is a good thing. But then you're listening together with people to find out what God's telling us and how we can pray today. Right, kind of a right now thing. Very cool. The third is the suggestions for action on when you go to the daily prayer. And that would be like third base, when we're actually getting this spirit-to-spirit relationship with God. Right? You, can, you can find God in the Bible, you you know, find God right here, everybody has great things to say and to know, you can find God, what people are, are giving you right, right now. And you have a direct connection with God, through the Holy Spirit. You just were praying, you know, forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors. I opened up my heart to God, you know, high king of heaven, you know, my treasure you are. You know, we already did that. And we have that daily experience, you know, where we can have this uh, direct influence from the Holy Spirit. So this is usually when the author will give you something to do and say, okay, now you know, now let's do. Go with God and do it. Sometimes I'll actually give you a prayer, and I take that prayer. If they give me a prayer that kind of sums up what they, what they heard from me today, I just take it and use it all day. It becomes my breath prayer of the day. I memorize it right there. It's good. I don't know if you feel like you like to be submissive like that. I'm such an arrogant dog that I, I, have, to, I have to get submissive and make myself um, go with somebody. So the daily prayer helps me do that. I don't get lost in myself that way. So um, you opened up the screen. You know, you, you, you tried to do it. 
tried to connect with a bunch of stuff. This whole idea of it may just seem a little overwhelming. When you get to the screen, it might be kind of that way too. Who knows? I just want to let you know again, if you think you're going to try it, you know, it's okay. You don't have to know what's happening on the screen all the way. You don't have to understand the Bible. You don't have to understand what the person was telling you. You don't even have to understand what you're supposed to do. But you do show up. You did show up. This is what I found over and over again in my long, t- my long life of prayer. It's, not, it's, uh, it's great to all the great things uh, that happen when I pray, but they're almost like icing on the cake of showing up. I actually did it. I did it every day. And that in itself has value. And so often, you know, the, the wind of the Spirit wafts into my room. Sometimes maybe just like a whisper, like we were singing before. Sometimes like a gale. And I really know, okay, now I know what to do. Sometimes it's just comforting, and I'm glad it's warmer, you know, outside my heart than it is in. And I can feel that warmth, St. Saint Lucia kind of uh, wind. So... That in itself is good. I would suggest that you do that. And as a final thing, I'd suggest that you, if you really think that this had any merit to it, and you think that our daily prayer gift is a good thing that you would like to try out in a deeper way, try it for six weeks in a row. Most of the time, if you want to create a habit, it'll take a while. And if you don't, well, you'll certainly know you don't after six weeks. But if you just tried it every day, see how many times you could do it every week, you know, to... uh, finally figure out how you might uh, get with this little program if it seemed to appeal to you. Give it, give it some time and make a commitment to do it. I think that will help. If, you're, if you really wish that I hadn't talked to you about making a commitment, I apologize. But I only did it for your own good. Because, you know, we, I, I'm a psychotherapist one day a week, and so uh, all of my clients are, are struggling with how to get their inner reality in line with where they really want to go, and we're not easy to direct. You know, so these habits uh, that are external to us, these disciplines that we take on, really help. And if you can get a few of those under your belt, it helps the rest of the problem uh, kind of get into line. So this is one of those things that you're getting as a gift from your church, so you might want to try it. Let's pray right now, and then every day. You can lead in prayer, right? Let's pray together, dearie. Thank you, Lord, that you care for us from the very first day, even even when we were still in the womb and listening to our mom play the piano. You cared for us and you knew us. And you you were calling us to our fullness, this great love that you have for us, this gift of prayer that we have, that Jesus has opened up this place where we can stand before you without fear, with hope, Um, without shame. It's a wonderful thing. Help us to enter in, even if we feel unqualified, and even if it's very difficult for us to discipline ourselves. Help us not to give up, because we need you, and we want to be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.